Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 385, recorded on July 28, 2022. On tonight's episode, we welcome back Marty. Welcome back, Marty. And talk about the Wave 2 announcement for Marty, Mario, not Marty Kart, Mario Kart 8, the latest update for Nintendo Switch Sports, and our favorite multiplayer games on the Switch. Jesse, you know what to do. And you know what that sound means. That means we are off to another episode of the Nintendo Dads. Today's episode 385, as I mentioned, and we welcome back two uh, members back to the show. Justin's still off trying to negotiate things with Nintendo, uh, but we'll get back to you on that. <laughs> but welcome back, Marty. How's it going? Welcome it back. It is. Uh, it's going good. It's. Uh, we were talking before the show. I think it's been five weeks since I've been on the show, maybe maybe four um for all things you know too long sir was, too long you no know, i agree and i would like to say <laughs> that reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated um the uh it started off with a couple of work-related obligations that turned into covid that turned into uh asthma and breathing issues that i've had my entire life aggravated by covid uh so last two weeks have not been fun um, but uh, here I am, and I'm, I'm back. I'm, I'm back at work. I'm back in the saddle. I'm actually sleeping through the night and not coughing and waking that's myself up. That's great. Yes, it is a bonus. And it's, but that's been like two nights in a row. So, yeah, it's been a it's been it's been a crazy, um, crazy, crazy summer. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> and 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 here's the thing: summer is usually crazy. But uh, like now, you can just see I'm, I'm having episodes like that where it's like I'm talking and then I just lose words. So that's fun. I, yeah, we'll COVID get you back three, on track. Three times through COVID, I, I don't recommend. Zero no, out of don't. 10 would not get infected again. We're not trying to fill the COVID bingo card here. So, but speaking of crazy, Jesse, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, pretty good. I, you know, I, I, I was late getting things started on my end as well because uh, it's, I normally start try to start th- this call for a show around 8.30 and uh, I, I'm revamping a story from pre-show that no one's ever going to hear so I'll tell it now. <laughs> uh, so around 7 o'clock I started, uh, we started, wanted to make one of those HelloFresh dinners that they say should take 30 minutes to make and I, I, I just apparently suck in the kitchen. Well, in my taste living room because I still don't have a kitchen yet but it, it normally takes me 60 to 90 minutes to make dinner and so I'm I'm sitting down with, with a plate of food at the time I normally normally start the zoom call so and I'm like trying to eat real fast and I'm like oh, I don't eat, this doesn't even taste good I don't like this one I, I've never had a problem with hello fresh meals before this is the first one that I legitimately didn't really like this is the one I'm, that's going to be stricken off the list. I'm not going to say which flavor it is, but yeah, I'm going to try to not get this one again. Right. And we I agree some, with you uh, wholeheartedly. It is not We did some every minute. plate meals um, not long ago, like back in December. Same right. same concept. We got like a weird deal on them. Like our uh, my sister-in-law was using them and we could get like nine meals for 
10 bucks or something like that, or 12 meals for 10 bucks. And we tried them and they were surprisingly good. It's time saving and everything. It's just, then the price went up and I was like, holy crap. Right. I can, I can pay grocery store prices and eat cheaper than this. (laughs) Right. What we decided that was for four people. What we've decided though, is that when, you know, our kids are done growing up and they're out of the house, that that might be an option for us. So Hello, uh, HelloFresh, every plate. If you're out there listening and you'd like to sponsor the Nintendo Dads podcast and send me meals that I will review, then yes, I'm on board. There we go. Yeah, I, we normally do meal for four, even though there's only three of us, because you know, because you know, while I while I was keto, I'm taking a week off of keto, but while I'm keto, I can only eat like half of the plate anyway, so I'll still eat like twice of the protein portions and none of the carbs. So with three people cooking for four works fine. So whenever Matthew ever moves out again, we are going to drop it down to two, two meals. I will say two two people per meal. Ours. One of the, one of the menu selections was pork burgers. So it was like a hamburger, but it was made out of pork. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was really good. good. They do so, have some really good dishes, and just I was for I us, was impressed. We just can't afford it right now. For us, it's that, and plus the prep time took too much time in between oh, all yeah. the other hustle and bustle of it every day. But yeah, there's, there's so much chopping. Yes, don't we want we don't want to traumatize you anymore, Jesse. So, but we're not <laughs> we're not sponsored by those guys. We are sponsored by Gooder and Manscape, but we'll talk about them later. But first, let's jump into the news. And as always, our news is brought to you by Patreon.com slash Nintendo Dads, which is you guys out there who subscribe to us, such as our newest Patreon, Hoots, who's been following us since 2020 and just recently subscribed. Who? Hoots. Who? Hoots. Hoots. (laughs) Thanks, Hoots, and thanks to all our Patreons for subscribing to us for a dollar, five dollars. $10, $30, $100, whatever amounts we have going on, you know, thank you very much for subscribing to us and also um, for keeping our lights on. Thank you very much. So, and with that, this gets us into the news, which the first order of business is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass. Wave 2 was announced and will be finally August Finally. Now, before I get into what courses are there, I don't even want to bother because I think there's going to, there's like, I think a couple courses, Marty, that you're like, that's it. That's all I needed a DLC for. Yes. Very much. I don't need any more. Yeah. After this one, they can do the four, they can do whatever they want to do with the other four. I don't give a rip. (laughs) They can look that they can make the, the next, the next pack can have a course where you play on top of a game boy. I don't care. They have given me the only two courses (laughs) That I re- well actually let me take that back. There's one more, and with these being in here, I know it's coming. Okay. okay. So what are these uh, ones that you are, so, are happy uh, about? Okay, so Waluigi Pinball, which is arguably one of the greatest Mario Kart courses of all time, is in is in the Turnip Cup. Definitely awesome. And then that's they the hit DS, us. That's the DS one, by the way. Yes, so good. I'm so glad it's not going to be buried. Uh, and then. 
they hit us with the mushroom gorge from the Wii. Yes. And I, that's it. We're done. I don't even so, need new characters. That's for, uh, let's see, the DS will, while Luigi Pinball is in the Turnip Cup, along with the Tour New York Minute, the SNES Mario Circuit 3, N64 Calamari Desert. And then your Wii Mushroom Gorge is in the Propeller Cup with the Tour Sydney Spirit, the GBA Snowland, and the Sky High Sunday, which is a new course, which mm-hmm. gave me lots of Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, Ralph uh, Why are <laughs> the Yoshi courses always food related? Have you noticed well, that? It's either going to be Yoshi or it's going to be Kirby, right? Especially with Kirby coming up. It could have been Kirby. It could have been, been Kirby. Uh, I, I do want to say that this, it's next week, right? Yes. It's, it's coming yes. next Thursday. So I want to say I am definitely on board with this being the way they announce these. Because from the initial announcement to Wave 1 actual release was so long. It was such a long wait. This that's right. It was like, hey, it's out next week. I I am on board with that. Do it all the way through the end of 2023. Wait until it's ready, then announce it. But the other thing I want to mention is this: is that we're already seeing a pattern here with these that each cup will open with a tour track from Mario Kart Tour, and the last cup will have a brand new track just like the ninja track in uh, the first pack. Yeah, that makes sense. It wasn't, I didn't realize there was a new course in the first pack. There were, yeah, there were two tours, right? Am two I tours, wrong? Yep. I, may, I, I believe it was two tours. Well, uh, we, we could look side by side, but there was, was Paris and Tokyo, thing. Paris and Tokyo in the yes. first pack. Yes. So now we're getting New York and Sydney and we're getting sky high Sunday, uh, which I think it's cool that we're going to get one track each pack that's brand new that we've never seen before. I'm I think okay that's awesome. That. Yeah. I like the creativeness. Now, and then I mean, we, we've complained about this before, but it would be nice if they had some, a new character or a new car to go with. I'd be okay pack. with that. But but they don't. But, but Tim, this pack is just for tracks. Yes. The new character pack comes after this in oh, 2024, okay. so they don't ever have to make a new Mario Kart. That makes sense. So, so that's when they'll release Mario Kart 8 Super Ultimate for the Switch successor. It's going to be called all the DLC of Mario Kart 8. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be called Mario Kart 8 Deluxe plus Knuckles. <laughs> All right. So, Marty, so that everybody knows, which one are you waiting for them to announce? Oh, the, the, that's the not last in one here? that's not in here. Which one are you waiting uh, for? It's the Donkey Kong one from uh, Mario Kart Double Dash, where they shoot you out of a cannon. I think it's DK Mountain. Like you drive up and you're, you okay. go inside the big DK barrel and it blows you out on top. Was of that also mountain? in the Wii? Was Wii I think game? so, yeah. Because yeah, I remember that. in the Wii. Okay, because I remember. I, I, I played. I, the Wii was the last one I really played. That I liked. I didn't I haven't liked any other ones before or after, but I do remember th- that one, and I, I did like. Yes, that. it was on GameCube and it was on the Wii. That is a superior track. I need that one. Inject so it directly because, into my veins. Just because of that, it probably won't be released until. You're probably yeah in yeah. I'll be no, like November pack. of next year. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Until <laughs> then, I'll be in. I'll be, you'll find me in Waluigi Pinball. 
The one totally I'm looking fun. forward to that I believe was also in Double Dash is the Wario one with the the giant ball in the middle. Oh yeah, and you and like you do the big like you spiral around. Yes, that's the one I'm waiting that for. That one is so good too. That's one of that was one of my favorites in that. Because I don't you know, think that I, one's in that one in this one. Can I can I tell you what a big hope of mine is too? Honestly, is that we get one of the game one of the Bowser's castles from the Super Nintendo. And I of don't course. know why it's just that it's flat and like, it's, you know, oh, I yeah. love the way With the lava I loved and them. Stuff. I loved yeah. them back in the day. I, I I hope we get that one. That would be cool. It'd be, and it'd see how it comes out on the, uh, you know, updated graphics and stuff. That would be I, awesome. I'm totally unfamiliar with the Game Boy Advance Mario Kart because I played it and I hated it because I thought the control was garbage. Uh, and so I'm because like, it was I, still a 2D game that tried to do faux mode seven and yes. it didn't look good. Yeah, it, it, it messed with my head. So I, um, I want to, I, I want to experience some more of those tracks, but like that, I, I, if they leave more of those out, I'm okay with that. Well, we got one of those this time, and then did yeah. we get one the Snowland. other time. I'm okay. Snowland. Yeah, we look, also got it. Uh, the courses. first wave, we got Sky Garden from the GBA. And that one is that one is one of my favorites because of the way that those clouds move on yeah. that track. So cool looking. And this one looks good too. And snow levels in Mario Kart are always good because the music's are always the music is always a bop. It's good. And actually Ninja Hideaway says it's from tour and not a new course. Yeah, but I don't Here's the thing. It says it's from tour, but then when you boot it up in the game, it doesn't say it's from anything. Okay. So there's been a debate about it's it. It's new to me because I don't play the tour game. <laughs> what did you, you call it? Ninja Hideaway? Ninja Hideaway, yeah. I'm just yeah, I thought look that up. was I thought that was also from tour. Yeah, it does um, say on this on the website for Wave One. It, it is. Shows it's from it tour. is. It was in the Ninja Tour. So this is a brand new track. So yeah, this getting Sunday a is brand a new, new track. Yep. I do think, and I don't want to like I don't want to be super negative, but I want to say this. I thought the Sky High Sunday track was okay. It looked a little bland. I'm I'm reserving opinion until I like, get actually yeah, out. Yeah, so. until I see it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just so, saying what they showed off about it, like it just didn't like go it oh, didn't man, like make you all excited play. about it. That's the one that I want to <laughs> play the most. Right. right? Yes. Let's see. Our chat is saying, let's see. Do, 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 do 1080 Mario Karting tune link outset Island track. Uh, I'm waiting on DK summit. Great course. Uh, that's what as the TK 3 said, Mecha dragon says we might get a new rainbow road at the end of the DLC. Uh, it was super Mario Kart two. Uh, Acid TK says DK Summit reminds me of Snowboard Kids course. I just love uh, that part where you hit the mountain and like now you're driving back down in it. It's just such a, it was so different. So, yeah. So, yep, it's a lot of stuff to get excited about. And I'm sure we'll be doing stuff in the community about it. Even more, I'm guessing that the, um, Dad's After Dark show with their monthly mayhem will probably do something around this as well. We so. need like a, um, a weekend, a Mario Kart weekend. Yes. I'll be all about that. 
You can certainly do that. Or we can even fire it up before a show too, before a Thursday night mm-hmm. show too. If it's out. If it's out. Yeah, well, if it's not out by next Thursday, maybe the following Thursday. I don't know. We'll see. We'll figure something out between us and the other dads. Yeah, uh, I, I'm feeling it'll launch either around noon or around seven. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right before. All right. And I, I actually don't remember when it launched the last time around. We'll have to look and see what time it finally. I want to say this, like it updated and like people were trying to get in and trying to get in and trying to get in. And it was like around five central time or seven. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of updates, we'll move on to the next update. The Nintendo switch sports uh, was updated with new features in um, four on four and one on one soccer matches. You'll be able to use a joy con controller and leg strap accessory uh, included in, and that's included in the physical version of the game. If you go buy that and also available to purchase separately in the my Nintendo store and at select retailers, I also believe you can use the same one that you got with re, um, Ring Fit, correct? Yeah, you it's can. the same thing. It's the same, it's the same thing. thing, right? Okay, so you have those options, and I'm sure other options are out there that we're, uh, we're not aware of, like Am- on Amazon or something. Uh, the game will transform your movements into in-game actions. You can also move your hands, just like you're jogging in place, to dash in the game. And when you play this way, your game in-game kicks will be more powerful. So I know there's a lot of listeners out there who are into the soccer matches and stuff like that. And we'll probably uh, would like to know that uh, there also will be, there's also fancy new moves for volleyball, uh, a slide attack and a rocket serve. Uh, so check those out. And then you can play online in the pro league with the, the addition of the new S rank and in, infinite rank, I guess. You can easily join friend matches using room IDs. And then, of course, that's the part of this I'm most excited about, honestly. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. So I haven't played any of this yet. Uh, Marty, I I know you have. Jesse, I downloaded it and booted Uh, it up just to see what the changes were. Okay. Because, you know, they were like, here's some stuff for soccer and here's some stuff for bowling or volleyball. And then there'll be some more stuff, but we'll explain it when it drops. Yes. And so what I was hoping for was that they would implement a store system for buying items with your points instead of random, you know. Okay. Like I had to just quit because I was stressing out over that game. (laughs) I have not. And honestly, I haven't played it in about a month or two. Right. Um, I was stressing out so much about the individual like collections like, oh, I've got to spend this much time every day bowling so that I can get this many points so that I can finish this collection because a new one comes up every Thursday. Okay. And so finally, I was just like, you know what? Forget it. I'm done. I'll just miss it. Yeah, yeah, that's why I stopped that. playing MMOs because they just felt like a second job. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. When it stopped being fun and it felt like a chore, I decided that yeah. was enough. Yeah, I, okay. I still have the cart rented from Gamefly. It never put it in my system it's right. still fun i mean my kids want to play it and we'll play and we'll bowl some you know or whatever at home but it just the luster the shine is off the off of it big time for me yeah for us here we haven't fired it up yet either but i know i know there's going to be a point where one of the kids if not both are going to be like 
hey, we want to play that new Switch, uh, you know, Nintendo Switch sports game. Do you have it? And just like the uh, the um, the one two Switch or whatever that is, uh, uh, game. Apparently, that's on sale for actually a reasonable price now, unlike fifty bucks. Is it okay? I, I think I saw Wario post about it earlier on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, it was like out of nowhere. My kids were like, we want to play one, two switch again or something like that. And I was like, hey. what? I sold that a long time ago. Nobody wanted to play it. <laughs> so uh, anyways, another one that they did that what you were alluding to, Marty, was the announcement of golf coming in the fall uh, with their next free content update. And speaking of that, Nick, Nick Tendo asks, and that's Nick from our Game Pass News crew. Uh, when are we getting golf for switch sports? So they did say fall, but do we have any guesses slash predictions on when it will actually drop in the fall? Do we think maybe a, you know, shadow drop at a direct in the fall? I think we'll probably get like a week's notice in October. Okay. They'll, they'll drop a, a, a drop a video or a tweet saying next week. Just like they did with this. <laughs> so your guess is in October. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, That's I don't think they want to like do it. it. I don't think they want to do it in November with other things going on. Of course, October also is already a pretty beefy month. So pretty beefy. But I, I don't think it'll be earlier than October. Well, keep okay. in mind, fall means September, October, November. Well, technically, it goes from September 21st through December 20th, but uh, people don't so like I know, but I'm talking about for, for quarterly. For Nintendo. For quarterly, <laughs> it's September through October, through November. Because the winter quarter is December, January, February. Yep. So I really feel like end of October, like a shadow drop, like what you're saying, like it's just going to get announced like this one did. Or we get that September direct that we've typically gotten every year, September, October, and it's in there. But I don't think it's going to be another, like, I don't think it's going to be a lot of build up to it. I think it's just going to be like, oh, yeah, hey, here's golf. Okay. Yeah, my, my prediction is with the, it will be with the fall direct, which is, you know, like you said, Marty, September, October-ish time frame. At now. this point, they they really need to do a fall direct, and I know – you know, everybody will be like, well, Nintendo doesn't need to really do anything. But at this point, they do because this summer has been a dumpster fire <laughs> as far as the way they've released information. Like, it's like, if you don't have Twitter, you're out of the loop. Yeah. Yep. yeah I, I don't they, understand that. And I think they have to do more official announcements for their investors because I don't think their investors would appreciate just tweets. Yeah. Unless there's some data behind their marketing data that suggests that it's fine what they're doing. So yeah, very well. Good. Uh, and that's a yeah. good point, Tim. <laughs> Butternog no, in the chat says, says uh, my kids played a bunch of switch sports at a sleepover last weekend. I woke up the next morning. They were still playing it. They weren't around during the wee days. It sucked them in for real. <laughs> there it is. That's, I mean, there's a lot of people who, you know, that's nostalgia for us for the, the Wii game yeah. too. So that's why we're all about Switch Sports. So that was 16 years ago. I know. I know. Don't remind me. We're old. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Nintendo Switch Online app updated as well. 
friend requests from your device and more. So noticeable improvement improvements to friend request features. Users can now send friend requests using a friend code and copy a URL or use a QR code to send a friend to a friend. Only so, took five years. I, I, I'm pretty impressed by it, but it's also like if I, I guess it's like uh, instead of having the street pass, if you happen to be around somebody and you're like, here's my picture of my friend code, take a snapshot or whatever. And of course you can send it. And then you got the copy and paste feature of the friend code as well. But I mean, but I do, I have to still try the feature where you can go in, take that code in your phone and accept the friend request and see how it shows up on my switch. So yeah, still waiting on that one. And I also noticed too, that you can see the friend requests that come in within a week. I think it said like, it doesn't always stay there, but it, uh, it'll show you. Can you copy. That. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. You can copy your friend code as URL. I'm going to, um, anyone who has this URL can send you a friend request. Yes. So I guess it's cool. Like you can put it out, like we can put it out there on our discord server. Like, Hey, I don't yeah. know my on, friend code. On, which, on Twitter. It's kind of redundant because your friend code is right there and you can copy it. So yep. I don't really know why you need a URL unless you like want to put it on a web page or something. Yeah, I'm sure there's some you that extra for it. There's an extra step there, but you can also save it as a QR code. Um, Do you have a number right next now. to your friend requests uh, link there in the app? Like there's a number next to mine. Let's see if I can show it clearly here. Where is I don't even know if I still have the app. I might have uninstalled it. Well, ah, back on it. Did you have to go to your profile? Oh, yeah. So, One, yeah. One, two, there's... three, friend requests. I think it's just meaning that there's a number. Like, you have to put a number okay. in there. Yeah. I was wondering if it was, if it said one, two, three for everybody or if that was a representative. It does. Yeah. I okay. think it's just showing that that's a number, like, you're going to want to put a number in there. Okay, so in that in that area, when I tap on that, it does say recent friend requests. But I and do of course, have I don't have any. Nintendo, in there. Look at this. I have the shiny Nintendo QR code. That's all I lovely. can just show to people. Be like, hey, go go. Make that is cool, especially if you're at an event. I think that's the main yeah. part of it. Like, if you're at an event, with I think that's exactly there, what it's for. That way, you can just show it. Somebody can scan it into their phone and then have it. So yeah. So that makes sense. Notably, it's a feature that should have been there from the beginning, but. It's good that it's there now. They're they're learning. This is what I, I like. They're learning. They it's taking them a long learning. time. They're just learning. It's yeah. what I what I don't like is when they take two steps back from that step they just took forward. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Last but not least in the news, and Jesse beat me to it and added it to the notes. Steve and Alex Amiibo will be released on September 9th. Yeah, Yay, they literally announced that while I was trying to eat my food <laughs> <laughs> i'm all for it i, I as you guys I, well you can't see it because it's dark but i i'm still collecting amiibos i don't have them all i don't I have a good yeah, good I, amount of them i think i'm gonna get the steve just because it's gonna be so unique yes i mean so is it literally just, it's just gonna be him standing there unless they have a two-pack maybe they'll have a two-pack with both of them in it i don't i don't think you're getting a two-pack yeah, I didn't see any announcement of a two-pack. That would have been cool. If there is there, was... Has there been any pre-order for them yet? 
I didn't see anything other than just the announcement on the Nintendo Twitter well, things. People like need to keep about. us. Yeah. I'm sure in our Discord, people will be throwing that up. Like, it's up on yeah, Best like, Buy. I need to know. I, need to know. <laughs> I, I just did a quick search on Amazon for Steve Amiibo. It's not, it's the, nothing shows up yet, but the first match it is showing me is Joker Amiibo, only for the low, low price of $179. Cool. Wish I'd have got one of those. I'll sell you mine for 150 No. Nope. <laughs> I'm kidding. Which, by the way, <laughs> can I just, can I float this out here since we're at the end of our news? Sure. Um, I may or may not be in the market to sell my Amiibo collection at all. So if anybody out there is interested, almost all the Smash Amiibo, lots of the special Amiibo, contact me. I'm sure we'll have some buyers out there for it. And I will. Uh, I'm ta- uh, I've priced them. So listen, I know what I have. Okay, so, I'll, I'll have to reach out to you too to just make sure you don't have anything. I unlike half the people who use that sentence, you actually do know what you have. Yes, I do know what I have. <laughs> uh, and then before we head out, head out of news, I wanted to add because this I didn't add it to the notes that apparently Steam has an update that now supports the Nintendo, the Switch Classic controllers. So the NES, the SNES, oh, yes, the N64, yes. and the Genesis. You can be paired to your PC to play Steam games with. I haven't How tried can... it, but that sounds interesting. How convenient. <laughs> y- y'all, no joke. I've already gotten a text. Um, and it was like, do you have this specific Amiibo? And I was like, no. Oh. <laughs> it's, the <laughs> it's the one that got away. Yep. I, I there, I'm going to ask you if there's any Zelda ones because there's a couple I'm missing. I'll see if you have them. Uh, yeah. We don't have to do it post show. Let's talk about it in post show. <laughs> we'll do that. All right. That's it for the news. Let's go on to our ad break. All right. As you all know, Manscaped has been a sponsor of ours for some time. And they're back again with the latest um, ad for us. And that is crotch discomfort hurting your game fear no more the kings of crotch comfort manscaped have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there sleek soft comfortable and flexible the brand new boxers 2.0 from manscaped take your balls to the royal ball throne the global leaders in the below the waist grooming have the lawnmower 4.0 as well for the trimming so you can wear the boxers 2.0 for the chilling they even trademarked the jewel pouch, so you know it's serious. I think it's time you invest in your family jewels, so let your bulge breathe and get 20% off, plus free shipping by using our code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, at manscaped.com. Now, I didn't know they had this, uh, I guess I haven't been paying attention enough, but I didn't know they had their a new boxer brief, the 2.0 out. So I'm going to have to check those out. But the prior ones I've had, I have been comfortable. I have enjoyed those, uh, wearing those ones. In fact, I bought another package of those. How about you guys? Have you guys picked up any of those uh, boxer briefs? I tried They're not once. in my size. Yeah, I tried once. I got the largest ones that they offered. And at the time, they were not large enough. So hopefully in a few months, I might be able to shrink down into them. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to check out the 2.0 to the, see if they got the, a new the opposite of like grow into too. them i suppose <laughs> <laughs> well i found something interesting too is like uh i 
the last set we got, same size. I got large and they fit perfect. And then when I ordered a new pack, same size, they were smaller. Now, I'm not saying I got bigger because I actually lost weight. So, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Manscaped, I don't know what's going on there. But my son really likes them. He thinks they're really cool and he wants some more too. So, anyways, that's our experience with that. Besides the Brute Boxer Briefs, we have other products from them that we are enjoying and reorder most of the time, I think. Like um, a deodorant, uh, the, the ball wipes which I use a lot. I like the individually packed ones because I can take those and, you know, a handful of them with me. If we go somewhere on vacation, they come in handy. Uh, do you guys have any of the individually wrapped ones and use I, those at uh, all? I have not used them. Okay. I think they came in a, in the original package. I think that we got too. So they gave us a package, but anyways, don't forget, get 20% off plus free shipping with our code NINDADS at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off free shipping with Nindads, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, at manscaped.com. I will say this. You were asking about products. Yes. The shampoo is still my favorite shampoo that I've ever used. That I agree with. Fantastic shampoo and conditioner all in one. It is so worth it. Are you on their subscription stuff for that? So you get it all the time or you just order? You are awesome. Yeah, that's uh, I, am. I need to get that on so I don't have to keep working. You save a few bucks on. and you don't even have to think about it. Excellent. So with that, up your crotch game, because once the boxers 2.0 touch your sack, you'll never go back. <laughs> All right, that's it for those guys. Now we're going to talk about Gooder. Gooder.com was where we get our glasses from. Uh, a lot of our glasses from the show, or at least uh, when we're outside, they offer sunglasses and they offer indoor glasses for when you're at the computer, like my glasses here that I have on. Um, I have those. They have the blue blockers on there that help block the uh, the dangerous blue levels that you get on some of the devices we use. And I enjoy using them. Um, as you can see, you get a lot of glare. If you're watching live, I get a lot of glare from that, but that's doing its job. It's blocking all this stuff. Nice ring light you got there, Tim. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) You can see that in my reflection here. I also have the sunglasses and Marty, we were just talking about another pair of sunglasses that you ordered too, um, that they got the new ones called the rap G's and I call them the macho man glasses. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, just, they are. They're, they're very much Macho Man glasses. They're yes. fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I ordered I will a pair say of those. Though, I'm looking forward to getting them. In I, same I will here, say, same though, here. if you're like me and you have a wide cranium, um, they pinch a little bit around the ears. So I'm looking for solutions. I'm looking for suggestions on how to fix that. Uh, otherwise, they would be my favorite glasses. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure you'll get some some suggestions there. Maybe even Gooder might have some suggestions there. Would love that. So one of the great things about Gooder is they're affordable. They don't cost, you know, like if you go to the Sunglass Hut or something like that, they don't cost like 50 bucks or any of those other places like that. You can get good glasses. And in fact, Marty, I know you also have mentioned this before, where um, although you haven't lost that many you have lost glasses before in the past and that's why you didn't feel bad about buying these because then if you did lose them you'd be right back in to buy another pair yep uh they're functional yep. as well are we saying they're affordable enough to lose 
they're affordable enough to lose, but of course you haven't lost any because that's how much you care about them. <laughs> uh, they're functional and stylish as well. They have different designs. They even have limited edition ones. If you haven't seen, I think there was a gods one that uh, group of glasses that you can get um, limited edition. The glasses of the gods is what they have them. And then limited editions, there's actually Marvel edition ones as well which uh, I'm hoping to be right now. I think some of them are sold out, but if they're not uh, there, there's some ones that look pretty cool. Like there's one called the Bifrost bridge where the mm-hmm, those it's got are a red frame. And then it's got the, of course the multiple colors going along the rim. I was like, Oh man, those are awesome. That's the love and thunder ones. So I got a couple of those. Uh, so check them out again, gooder.com. Go to the top of the page and then you can hover over the shop button. You can see all the different new things they have, all their collections. They even have shirts. They have gear. Check it out. In fact, I think yeah, there was, was a shot. I was, I was surprised to see socks on the, uh, on the yeah, website. They, looking you can actually sunglasses. get socks with the sunglasses. So check them out. Again, affordable, functional, and stylish glasses, glasses that are... Um, I'm not going to say cheap, but they're affordable, like I said. And plus, you can use Nindads again here at Gooder.com to get a discount there as well. They're affordable, but they don't feel cheap. There you go. Perfect way to put that. Inexpensive. They're affordable, but they they don't feel cheap. They are premium quality glasses for a non-premium price. Yes. Perfect way to end that. Thanks to both our sponsors, Gooder and Manscaped. Now on to rumors. All right. Here's, I think this is actually my favorite part of the show where we actually get to talk a little bit about rumors. We try not to talk about them much because we don't want to, we don't want to feed the, the trolls out there, but there's some supposedly credible, uh, Things being said about a Kid Icarus Uprising game coming to the Switch and maybe even a new Star Fox game, not Submergence, everybody, not Submergence, coming to the Switch. <laughs> They're all That's something that was started in our own Discord, or was that something? Yes. That's, okay. I wasn't yes. sure if that, that was, was a thing or that was brought in or if something, if something that one of our one of our Discordians started. It, I think uh, it's there's a lot behind it, I think. And it even spilled over to the mega dads, I think too. So, but uh, of course it did. <laughs> we know we can't believe the hype for most of these so-called insiders, but sometimes the rumor does point to some sort of direction for an actual announcement. So what do you guys think of these? Are these likely or uh, is there's, is it pointing to something else that maybe that these, you know, rumors got wrong, but we could see something about. And before you answer, let me just say one thing. There was uh, one thing that I did ask the community, community when uh, anybody who follows me at Neo Prime 33, I did a poll saying the, uh, about Kid Icarus asking, where does this fall on everybody's hype meter? And I got 36 votes. And out of the choices, I got n- not my thing, which Jesse said you, you would pick that one. Uh, right. Want to learn more going on the wish list and take my money Nintendo. And I got 50% of the vote saying, take my money Nintendo out of the 36 votes, which I thought was pretty cool. And I'm one of those people that I would definitely play a kid 
Kid Icarus Uprising. But with that out of the way, what do you guys think? Is this likely or is there something else going on here that we could likely see instead? I'll tell you what I, th- I would like to see more than Kid Icarus Remake is a new Kid Icarus game. And with Sakurai off the leash of Smash, it's not unheard of that that might actually happen. Uh, if you remember when Nintendo did Kid Icarus Uprising, and I, re- I was recently re- listening to the uh, episode of the Kit and Crystal podcast where they talked about this, there was a ton of marketing, promotion, and energy that went behind Kid Icarus Uprising mm-hmm. when, it, when it came out. Now, of course, the 3DS had to be doing sales at that time, but it that was a it was a huge push game for Nintendo, uh, including the the monster cards, you know, like the Kid Icarus cards that yeah, I this never was, found. This was still but, launch, this was still launch year because I they I remember playing the the Kid, Kid Icarus demo at E3 2011, you know, three months after oh, okay. the 3DS launch. So it, yeah, it, this so was an early game. In fact, this they, is the well, and, that was the first 3DS game announced. And when I, and when I say that they the 3DS needed to sell, they needed a hit. Like they needed something to generate onboarding, right? So, and and it was. I mean, this is a cult classic game. Uh, there's a lot of people who want a sequel. Uh, I really don't think it does much to upgrade Uprising to the Switch, as much as people would want that. I would like a sequel. I. I and, you know, for whatever reason, even though that game was a, what, a 2011 game, they keep coming back to Pitt and Palutena uh, in a lot of media. And yes. so it kind of makes me think they're not done with them yet. Yep. As for the Star Fox thing, the more Star Fox they can give me, the better. <laughs> as long as it's not Star Fox Zero. So, yeah, we don't want remakes. There's The rumor is a new Star Fox game, but... Like I said, there's a lot of times the, the rumors are wrong, usually, or the insider information is wrong, yeah. but it, it, it is kind it's of a like grain that, of truth. It's a grain. Yes, exactly. A grain of truth in there. So that's why I thought it'd be interesting to talk about, like, are we going to get a new Kid Icarus game? And maybe instead of a new Star Fox, we are getting a port. <laughs> but, you know, who knows? Maybe it's flipped I- around. I think if they can find a better way for the control scheme versus the way they did in 3DS, the game does deserve a second chance on Switch as a as a remaster. Yeah. But if the, if they can't find a good way to do it, then yeah, just make a different game. Yeah, and I and for me, I think too, it's like if uh, if they are bringing Uprising, they definitely would do a new control scheme, and I think it's something too a lot of teams use to kind of and i'm guessing here i i don't know for sure but maybe it's a way for teams to get used to uh getting their feet wet to get, get ready to build the next game so they first work on a game that's already there already established and just remaster it or rebuild it for the new system and then they take the, what they learn from that and then build the new game so and it's not unheard of for just things that they've learned they said, oh, I like this, and it gives them more ideas. That's basically how Link's Awakening was born. It was originally supposed to be a remake or a demake of Link to the Past on the Game Boy. Nice. But then then it was changed up. Nice. They- <laughs> That's cool. Yep. And, of course, Star Fox, I think, uh, would be awesome if they did a new game. 
I wonder if they're, if it's, uh, working with say Ubisoft, maybe they're going to, because they did such a good job with, uh, their version of star Fox that they allowed them to do a game. Starlink. Starlink. Yeah. With star Fox. Well, that would be cool. And, uh, you know, you can get Ubisoft away from games as a service things. Yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. To, yeah. To add they're so wrapped up that in fire. that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> To, to add a little fuel to that fire, um, the rumor that Star Fox that I've seen came along with is a game and an animated series. And okay. Nintendo did just purchase a, a company that makes an animation, an animation studio. Yeah. We yes. Published, they just ago. purchased an animation studio. Hmm. Right. And maybe that's where that rumor is getting mixed up. Maybe it's not a new game. It maybe it's something to do with But again, like you said, Tim, a little bit of here, a little bit of truth there, a little bit of truth yes. there. Where can we piece would, these things I'd together? I'd be all for it. Um, I really do think that Star Fox is one of those series where they would greatly benefit from an animated series or something like that that would delve into the story and let great the games just focus on the action. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got a great setting. It would be. I'd watch it. Absolutely. I remember that the animation, the animated short they put out like six years ago. That, that was. Really oh, bad. yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. So they had, they do have some something there. So very cool. Well, thanks guys for your opinion on that. Let's uh, let's move on to let's discuss. Let's talk some more. I like, I like this, you know, sitting back talking about stuff, you know, so, <laughs> but Marty, you had a question that you wanted to bring up, which was what are your, our, what are our favorite multiplayer games on the switch? Yeah. So uh, right now there's this huge multiplayer sale going on in the East shop uh, that actually involves several Nintendo first party titles. I was very surprised. Mario party is in there. Hyrule warriors uh, is in there. Uh, and it got me thinking, since those are on sale, what would we recommend as uh, our favorite multiplayer games on Switch? Because they may actually fall on that on that sale and people may be able to pick up a deal here at the end of the summer. Something they can play with their family, play with their kids. Uh, so I'll let you guys go first and then I'll, sh- I'll share mine. So ones that are on the list or any of them? Any multiplayer game. Well, any multiplayer. Okay, so... I'm going to just opt out of this question since you all know how much I like multiplayer games. (laughs) Okay. And the one thing I was going to say, Marty's already got it on his list, so I'll just let him talk about it. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my... my uh, Some of my favorites are beat-em-ups. I always like playing beat-em-ups with my friends uh, in that type of games, in those type of games, like Streets of Rage or... Scott Pilgrim and all that. And the recent Turtles. one, Turtles, of course. Yeah. And uh, the most recent one I picked up was called Samurai Riot. Uh, in fact, it was actually a code that we were given. And I did a, a short first look at it. And it actually, I enjoyed the music and, and the animation's really cool in it and stuff like that. And I'm enjoying that one too. It falls in the beat-em-ups. However, the rest of my family doesn't like playing playing them with me as much as I like playing them. Like Samuel will join me in it every once in a while. Um, but 
they prefer other multiplayer games. And the other ones that they like uh, is like the, uh, let's see, what did my wife say? She said she likes the, do, 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 trying to find it. Here it is. Uh, she likes, Jackbox games she mentioned as well. So, but also uh, Animal Crossing. Uh, we like uh, getting together, even though there's not like many games around there uh, in the game itself to to be playing. We make up our own games and just kind of have fun goofing around in Animal Crossing, and that's been our go to lately. In fact, we just jumped back into it recently. Um, uh, but when it's just me and Sammy for playing multiplayer. We like playing the Quake game that was re-released or remastered uh, that's out on the Switch and other systems as well. Uh, we have a blast going in there, jumping in there, and then just random people jumping in with us when we unlock the rooms. So that's been fun. Among Us with the community was a lot of fun when we were really into that one. And uh, um, Boomerang Foo was another one of our favorites here in the house too, so... And uh, actually, I see that on your list too, Marty. So, but those are those are some of our top favorite multiplayer. Yeah, I was gonna say you've hit a, a couple of mine with Jackbox Jackbox games. Those are always fun, uh, either in house or you know on stream. Uh, and I think you can't go wrong with any of them. However, I think if you don't have any of them, the brand new uh, Jackbox um, starter pack or whatever it's called uh, is a great place to start. It's really the best games from all eight packs in one. Uh, and so I, I would, I would encourage you to, to try that one first. Um, Boomerang food. We keep going back to, we'll, we'll jump in and play that unlock some things. We're still unlocking costumes for characters and it's, it's just a lot of fun. Um, a game that is like it that I think came out very early on in the switch life cycle that doesn't get a lot of love right now is Astro Duel Deluxe, uh, which is you control a little spaceship, you navigate um, a maze or you navigate an arena and you shoot and try to kill each other. But over time, power-ups appear and some of the stages have stage hazards and it's just, it's, it's raucous fun. Um, If you've never, if you've never tried it, it's, it's usually stays pretty cheap on the eShop. Um, but I'd also recommend Clubhouse Games, uh, the 51 game collection. There's several of those you can play uh, two-player or play with your family. Uh, and then Mario Party, Super Mario Party and Mario Party Superstars. I would both recommend. Mar- Super Mario Party seems to be a little more my family's flavor um, because the Mario Party Superstars kind of, it hinges on those old Nintendo 64 and GameCube rules for Mario Party. And um, it just kind of gets a little stiff, a little old pretty quick. Um, but yeah, both of those are good choices. And those ironically are on sale uh, as well. So yeah. I'll, I'll add one that you two didn't mention. That is my son's, probably my son's favorite game. When he's not playing Valorant or Fortnite, he's playing Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, you know, online with his friends, normally in like closed tournaments, but he's playing online, playing multiplayer. Nice. Gotcha. In the chat, I see Chris HL mentioned uh, MLB The Show. 
So sports ball. say NHL 94. Really. <laughs> nope. An actual game that's on the switch MLB, the show, which okay. I agree with him on, but I've been having a lot of fun with that just a single player mode. So I haven't joined any multiplayer games yet. So, uh, and of course, Shredder's Revenge was thrown out there. Um, Among Us, uh, they're saying I'm very suspicious in that game all the time. So <laughs> I, I would say I forgot about Among Us. So yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So any yeah, if there's anybody else out there, uh, just let us know what your favorite multiplayer games are so we can share it with the community uh, and talk about it there. So either come in our Discord, let us know, or share with it, share it us. Share with us your games on Twitter. Sheesh. That's where everybody is, is Twitter, apparently, including Nintendo. <laughs> right. So, all right. Excellent. Excellent question, Marty. Thanks for bringing that up, too. And, yeah, and don't forget about if uh, any of these games, like Marty said, check out the Switch's uh, recent sale on multiplayer games going on right now. Uh, also, Marty, you were asked because you weren't able to answer this question last week to pitch your Nintendo Cinematic Universe. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, so I think that uh, we start with a, a basic concept, one that may trouble and scare some people or make them shake their heads. Okay. Here, here's where best, it begins. Best, those are the best movies, aren't they? Here's the, here's the best one. Here's here's my best shot. Okay. Okay. The concept is Mario is missing. There we go. <laughs> That's and troubling already. This the this the MacGuffin, the central, you know, crux of the story, is that Mario has to be found because only Mario can deal with the threat of Bowser. Everyone else has been put to the side. Everyone else has been deferred. Everyone else has been defeated. Mario must be found. And we're going to, we're going to go with a, we're going to go with a tight core cast here. Kirby, Pikachu, Link have to go on an epic adventure through many Nintendo lands to find Phantos Key to rescue Mario from the dungeon that he is in. And in, the, in one of the movies, Fanto is the main villain. Okay. He's ever-present. He's always watching. He always knows where you are. He can teleport through walls. He is Santa Claus with a mask. But all you have to do is throw the key away, and then he'll go away until you pick it back up again. Okay. So, you know, we, we go we go from there. They find Mario. Mario has an epic showdown with Bowser. It includes elements from Mario Galaxy because Bowser has become powerful enough to draw the universe into himself. And it ends with Mario throwing Bowser into space and shouting his famous catchphrase. So long, get Bowser. <laughs> then everyone has the dance party and the movie's over okay as we remix the mario theme with the weekend and some rapper whoever's available okay gotcha. is this 
Is this Chris Pratio or is this Martinet? Uh, it is. It's neither. Mario, it's live action, and Mario is played by Danny DeVito. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me. How I'm take my money. Bowser. I'll watch it. Bowser is played by Nicolas Cage <laughs> in a rubber suit. Okay. You look, I like where me, this is going. I like tell this. me oh. that you would not watch this. Just for uh, the facial I, I, expressions. Just totally. for Bowser's facial expressions alone from Nicolas Cage. It is 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 it a rubber suit or is it one of those blow-ups? It's like a Godzilla people... suit. It's a Godzilla suit. It's rubber. He's got to put in the work. He's got to be in there and sweat. Okay. So I thought maybe it was one of those zip-up yeah. blow-up air suits, you know, that people run around in yeah. those dinosaur ones, yeah. but it's Bowser. And look, um, Princess Peach is played by that that the you know, like the the who played Harley Quinn. She's the only person in, in Hollywood who can play famous blonde women now. That's a Margot. Margot, yeah. Margot Robbie. There you go. Yeah. Princess Peach. There you there go. There you go. I like that. Okay. And they're gonna go out and they're gonna paint a fence post in a yellow and orange dress, and that's gonna be Daisy. There you go. <laughs> Personality match. Perfect. I hate Daisy. <laughs> I asked somebody when she debuted in, in Mario Strikers, is she supposed to be stupid? Because like every time Daisy's in a game, all she does is scream her name. Daisy. <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> what happened? Like she shows up in the trailer, comes busting through the portal. Daisy. Why does Nintendo hate Daisy? But but in that intro trailer, her her, her the, the lip syncing animation was spot on. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are very happy that she's in the game. I keep holding out hope for another heavy character, and it's Wart. He's back. Oh, one of these days, Nintendo will acknowledge Ward. some something will happen where Ward is back, right? Okay. It's, it, they will have to acknowledge him. He's right. there. I like your cinematic anyway, seriously, like I know that I was joking around about that, but ser- my serious pick is probably what you guys have already talked about, and that is that the only way that you do a Nintendo cinematic universe is Smash Brothers. Yes. Yeah, we pretty much talked about, you know, individual movies, small introducing characters, and it leads up into a Smash I mean, movie. the Sonic I, that they have I, in the Sonic I, movies would work. I said maybe a Mario Kart movie before Smash as like a like a half of an Avengers movie. <laughs> Mario Kart movie in the style of Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> it's a, or Cannonball it's a Run. nationwide race from one edge That's of the Cannonball Run to the other. Cannonball run. There you go. That's it. Everybody's in a cart. Everybody. Take my money. I'd watch all of them. Who's on his motorcycle? Yeah, he's on his motorcycle. He's on a a horse-shaped motorcycle where the legs don't move and they're just joined together into a wheel. Right. (laughs) Except it's a real horse (laughs) with a wheel for feet. And then... Pokemon trainer will just be riding one of the new legendaries in from Gen 9 because you know that can work because 
Just look at those models. They're going to be a mount. They have to be. And Kirby, Kirby is literally a wheel. He's the wheel ability. Okay. So he's just rolling. See, if he's own. ever in Mario Kart, that's what I want. I a want him to just rock. be standing there. I just want him to be standing there at the beginning. And then like it's counting down three, two, he turns into the wheel one. He's got about he just he mouthful mode. Yeah, I was going to say that's a, now tire. <laughs> yeah, now that's going to be taken over now. He mouthful mode's a tire. Then that means that every rotation he's just getting run over. <laughs> that would be funny. Yep. <laughs> he just well, Kirby, that. Kirby doesn't need to be comedy relief. That's Yoshi's job. Okay. All right. I think we've got a good story going here. But seriously, Smash Smash Brothers is the serious pitch. Mario's missing. I think I think we just need to. I I think I want to see your Mario's missing movie. And then they find him, and you know where he's at? Hotel Mario. And you know what he's doing? He's teaching typing. Teaching typing. Yeah. All right, Nintendo, take notes and give us a call when you want more uh, details. So with that, let's move on to events. All right, quickly, I'll go through the events. We've got the dinner table, which happens every third Friday of the month. Nintendo Dad's Discord community gets together to discuss what is on everyone's minds. So no no, uh, main dish yet to discuss but we'll as we get closer we'll we'll have a main dish to talk about but everybody else three brings a side to figure dish. it out everybody else brings a side dish and that's just whatever they want to talk about and usually we have a uh cocktail hour where we talk about tv shows and movies and all kinds of stuff but uh this past month was hilarious because if you weren't there you missed out on the stories that we came up with because one of our community members was at a uh, pony con. I forget what it was called, but it was for TrotCon. TrotCon in Ohio. And we came up with all kinds of stories as to who was there and who this person was hanging out with. And they were handing out Choco tacos to everybody. And by the way, now just now extinct. Yeah, three days say, later, they announced the cancellation of the taco. Because you guys besmirched the Choco Taco, and look what happened. Thanks, he thanks, handed out too much. He handed too many uh, Choco Tacos out that they ran out of supply, and they didn't want to make any more. So that's how that ended up going. But anyways, you had to be there. It was a lot of fun. Again, this happens every thir- third Friday of the month, which in August is August 19th at 10 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So... I know a lot of people can't make that because it's late at night and it's a Friday night and lots of things going on, life going on, or you just might be in another time zone or another country. So we are talking about doing a breakfast table for those people who can't make the dinner table. It's not going to replace the dinner table. It's just going to be another slot time slot where we'll see if people can come join in and just chit chat for a couple hours, either before work or during their uh, lunch break, they can stop, stop in and pop in or whatever, but we're working on it. We're trying to figure it out in the community and stay tuned there. Now, in order to bacon. All right. In order to, for you to join in again, this is a community event that anybody who is a Patreon or a Twitch subscriber 
can join in through our Discord via the, their call system. So if you're not part of that and you want to be a part of these shows and you want to hear about crazy stories we come up with, come uh, join in for a dollar, at least a dollar for Patreon. Or if you're already doing Twitch stuff, like if you get your Amazon Prime and you want to use your free Twitch uh, month of Twitch subscriptions uh, that you can use, give it to us. And then you can get into our Patreon and join in. All right. And then finally, another event going on this Saturday, July 30th. Check GameStop's website to see if your GameStop is doing a Kids Day featuring Nintendo. So go to GameStop's website for participating locations. There's no details. However, Go Nintendo stated that they did say or GameStop said that the event will let customers demo games, find characters and win prizes. And of course, there'll be a sale on Switch games and Nintendo products. So give that a go. Check it out. Take your kids. Make it a day. Make it fun. Check. But first, check, make sure that your GameStop is doing that event. That's it. Let's move on to Jesse's Poke Minute. Pika, 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 I hate you all. Before I start again, because there's no pre-show, I'll restate the joke that I said. You know, normally last show of the month has updates of everything going on in the next month. I normally have Robo Jesse doing that, but I didn't have the time to set it up, so I'm going to do it myself. And so the joke is. Uh, it is recommended that Robo Jesse cannot be used in temperatures above 95 degrees. So that's why he's not being used. Yes. Okay. Upcoming events for Pokemon Go. Bug out. Creepy and crawly or cute and cuddly? Decide for yourself when this event's featuring bug type Pokemon returns from Wednesday, August 10th to Tuesday, August 16th. The 2022 Pokemon World Championships will feature Pokemon Go for the very first time. And they're holding an in-game celebration from Thursday, August 18th to Tuesday, August 23rd. Keep an eye out for more details. Pokemon appearing in five-star raids. Palkia from July 31st to August 10th. Genesect from August 10th to August 18th. This Genesect will have a different drive than it has in the pa- in its past Pokemon Go appearances. Stay tuned for more information. Zaxian and Zamazenta from August 18th to August 31st. Pokemon appearing in Mega Raids. Mega Obama Snow from July 31st to August 10th. A yet-to-be-announced Mega Pokemon from August 10th to August 18th. Mega Slowbro from August 18th to August 25th. And Mega Ampharos from August 25th to August 31st. An August research breakthrough encounter will be Galarian Stunfisk. Bless you. Do tight. <laughs> on to what we've been playing and before we start getting into too much of the games we've been playing i first want to say thanks jesse for always putting that together and letting the community know about those upcoming events it's um i don't we don't get any feedback on that but i'm sure it's very helpful for people because we haven't got any feedback that it's a bad thing. So no <laughs> feedback is a good thing. So Marty, you've been gone the longest. What you've been playing all this time. Oh my gosh. Um, lots of things. So let's just start a list. How about that? 
Yes, sir. Uh, I have been playing Capcom Arcadium. I want to say Arcadium Stadium, which is a much more superior name, or Capcom Stadium Arcadium 2, which actually the the real name is Capcom Arcade Stadium 2. Uh, This came out on the 21st, and I bought the bundle, which means you got every game uh, in the, the pack for $40. Uh, and the main reason I wanted it was, um, you know, Capcom just put out the Capcom fighter pack, not too many weeks ago, the beat em ups, well, right? Yeah. The beat em ups. Okay. And almost all, well, it was dark stalkers and, uh, several of those. Most of those are in this as oh, well. The fighting one. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. So I opted for this one because it included street fighter alpha one, two, and three, which I already had. Oh, Nice. Um, but it also had Dark Stalkers and the extremely rare Mega Man Power Battles, which is an arcade, basically boss rush mode of Mega Man, where it operates kind of like a fighting game, but you're playing as Mega Man, so like you choose a boss to fight. The first game, uh, <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> it has lots of, um, like you can choose Mega Man 1 through 3, and then four through six uh, and five bosses from those. And it's like a, a different selection of bosses from each game. Uh, and you gain their powers and then you have to figure out who, you know, what beats what. Uh, and then at the end, you fight Dr. Wiley. And you nice. can play as Mega Man, Proto Man, or Base. And the second one, you can play as Mega Man, Proto Man, Base, or Duo, who uh, debuted in Mega Man 8 for the PlayStation. So um, there are wonky like it's it's weird to like be running around i mean imagine like playing it with a joystick and you're running around as mega man charging up your blaster and taking out bosses but um the the music's good the graphics are great i for me that was the highlight of the pack alone but it also had knights of the round and several other beat-em-ups as well throughout capcom history so i'm excited about that uh ms 1k3 agrees with you on the mega man game so good. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've also been playing uh, Live Alive. I got this on the day it came out, thanks to Nintendo uh, giving us a code. And I just finished uh, the prehistory uh, level uh, or section yesterday. And I'm looking to start Ancient China tomorrow. I'm doing them in order, like the, the furthest back to the future. So I started with prehistory. I'll do Ancient China, then Edo, Japan, then Wild West, then present day distant future or whatever's in the middle, you know, present day, not so distant future and distant future. So um, I'm enjoying it. It's a different kind of role-playing game. It's very Japanese, but um, if you haven't played it yet, the prehistory level has or prehistory section, zero dialogue. Everything is sounds and animations and context cues. So really interesting uh, dynamic going on there. I forget whose tweet it was, but someone says, anyone who says video games aren't aren't art has not seen this scene. And it's a campfire scene from prehistory. Yes. I'll leave I'll leave it at that. Yeah, it was fantastic. Been playing that. Uh I've I've dived back into um to Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, uh in that time uh as well. Finished up a leckhead. Uh, like I said, I had a lot of time to sit and play games and playing some Sonic Origins. 
but I've also been playing, I want to talk about this game. I've got a video up for it on our channel. Uh, Rabbids Party of Legends, uh, which is a party game featuring Rabbids. It's out now on Nintendo Switch. It was developed by Ubisoft uh, to help celebrate the Chinese New Year, the year of the monkey. And it is very confusing. The games are okay. I don't recommend it. Mm. Um, there is, it does like make an effort to have a story mode. So like you can play it alone or play it by yourself like, or play it with friends uh, as a team. But like in just playing it, I've played it for about 20 minutes on stream and played it here and there elsewhere. It just didn't grab me. Um, all of the rabbits are like themed after Chinese mythological characters like the monkey king and this pig and all kinds of stuff. And it just, I don't know, call it cultural ignorance or cultural divide, but it just didn't, it didn't be haul with me. So um, okay. I don't think I'll be playing that anymore. Um, the other game that I've been playing is not on a Nintendo device, but it is called Stray, and it's on PS5. And I've been playing that uh, some. I got kind of stuck. There's a part in the city where you have to find, like, some journals, yep. and I'm stuck on that. The slums. So, yeah, the slums. So I've, I'm not out of that yet, but I'm enjoying it, taking time uh, with it, enjoying the visuals and just the experiences of being a cat, being a jerk. <laughs> you can knock stuff off shelves. You can yes. crawl up carpets. It's great. It's fantastic. Yes. There are more, more games where you play as animals, please. Yeah. Except and, for Goat uh, we Simulator. We've had enough of those. We jump back <laughs> into uh, Lego Star Wars as well. Uh, moving toward 500 out of 1,200 Kyber bricks found. So uh, my wife is... She's actually playing and I'm helping her out, like directing her and helping her find things Nice, because the split screen's a little jarring. At times it gets a little old on my eyes. So I'd rather her just play it. And me help. Is she going for the dad's bounty board for the, all the Kyber crystals? I, Kyber bricks? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we're going <laughs> to, I guess that's going to be the challenge that never gets done. What we're trying to do is 100% every planet. And when we do that, we'll be close. Okay. Nice. Yeah. That's lots true. of games. Lots of fun. Yes. Thanks for sharing, Marty. And speaking of that uh, game, I'll just mention one more time the Dad's Bounty Board. Dad's After Dark Show, they had the Bounty Board and they still have one up for the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga game, where if you get all the Kyber bricks and you can prove it, you get a $10 eShop card. Simple as that. Although, I don't know, it doesn't sound as simple to do. <laughs> there's a lot of kyber now, bricks the 1200 kyber bricks is is way more than 1200 i'm just gonna say like it's you got you got to think about that okay yes that is a ton all right jesse what you've been playing sir okay so let's see where do i want to start let's just start with, i'll start with live alive since uh i've i've kind of been mixing it up I haven't, I'm not going in any particular order. I started with the three that were in the demo. So I, I, I finished the China one. I finished the distant future one. 
I tried to finish the Jap- the Edo Japan one. I did do not like that story. And that one is going to be a hard pill to swallow. So I'm skipping it for now. <laughs> and then I've since uh, did the present day. And I think Marty's going to like that one for many reasons. I'm kind of reluctant to say anything more on that. I kind of don't want to spoil it for him. But if if, if you if you've played the game and you know Marty, you kind of know what I'm talking about. I'll probably talk about it more next week, or at least when he's gotten that. I'll far, try that to far. be done with it by then. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Goals. Sounds like yeah. Sounds good. And that that's as far as I got. So I think the next one I'm going to try is uh, is the the prehistory one because that one sounds interesting. Okay, then, so last week I talked about this, uh, well, it was the Escape Academy. And so I saw another game released, a smaller escape room released on the Switch called Japanese Escape Games, The Hotel of Tricks. And it was like five bucks. So I gave that a, maybe it was, it was five or ten dollars. I think it was five bucks. So I gave that a try. And I, I've done other escape room type games on the Switch, but this one I didn't like as much. But of course, this is also the first game I've played through that by this developer. And it normally takes me a bit to really get the grasp of how that developer designs puzzles. So it started when it was only two rooms to deal with, it was things were went pretty quick. But once it was like five rooms, there was a lot of weird back and forth that seemed weird. So they, uh, the, a second game in that franchise um, in a, a hospital was released today, and there's already a third game up. I think due next week. That is up was up for pre-order. So I, I, I bought the hospital one and I pre-ordered the third one. So I'm pro for whenever that gets released. Again, they were only five or ten dollars each, and I think it only took me like less than two hours to play through it. So they're relatively short games. So in hopefully either they get better at puzzle making or I get better at figuring out their puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise they do have a relatively good hint system that isn't punishing, but it's actually kind of a little too easy to access the hints. And sometimes I'm like, let's look at this hint. I'm like, no, I don't, don't I want to figure it out first. And then I normally end up going to the hints anyway. <laughs> Okay. Next is a a pair of games I want to talk about that because the game that will release today is Puzzletronics Digital Infinite, and which I found out about last week. And then when I was looking, so when I heard about it, I looked it up on the Nintendo website and found out that there is another game in this franchise. Franchise is air big heavy air quotes just called Puzzletronics that was released in you know, late 2020 or sometime last year. I don't remember when. Um, so Puzzle, the first Puzzletronics, and, and what got my attention is because of all the, the breadboard electronics work from my 6502 project. This is kind of that. It kind of gives you a board with an LED light, uh, uh, various paths for electricity, uh, a battery, and then starts off with just simple, 
you know, connect the lines and light the bat, light the LED with the battery. And, and I think there's like resistors, but the, these resistors are non-polarity, so it doesn't matter which which side which way they go. But the battery and the LED do have polarities, so you have to match the minuses and the positives, or else it won't light. And then as you go through the game, it adds additional puzzle, additional elements like uh, capacitors, resistors. Uh, so I don't remember everything, but it makes the game a little bit more complicated. I think there are 60 puzzles total, and like in less than two hours, I got to the last level, and that one was where I got, I got stuck, just because it's huge. <laughs> but I, I, you know, but for you know a, a cheap little puzzle game, it uh, I, I liked it. So I liked it enough to want to play the second game that came out today, Puzzletronics Digital Infinite, which is similar premise, but instead of dealing with resistors and transistors and stuff like that, it uses logic gates, and so you have the game gives you buttons and an LED light that you're supposed to make connect all the paths. To make sure everything's connected to something and you need to turn on the light and initially it's just there's nothing in the middle it's literally you push the button the light turns on after you've laid the path but then it adds on uh not gates or gates and gates nor gates or you know not or which is and so it does add logic like real logic you know mathematical thinking that uh, to you know, and this is stuff that you'd see in electronics. You know, I'm dealing with it with my 6502 kit, so uh, I'm which I'm you can that. see him do when we have a dinner table. He's working on that that whole time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had I had these magnifying glasses on, and people were like, "What are you wearing?" <laughs> uh, so, so I, I I don't know how many puzzles are in this one. This one is. But I think I'm already around the fiftieth puzzle, so I'm probably near the end of the game. But uh, but uh, I, I am liking this puzzle. Um, see, yeah, and a friend I was asking me if there's a new Picross game coming out from 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 Juniper. Yes, there is. Well, I only know it's coming out next week in Japan. I presume it's also going to come in North America. It looks to be. God, Kind of like a competitive Picross. I don't know if you. I don't know if you remember the DS Picross game. Actually, had an online mode where you could you connect with someone and you try to do a puzzle as f- faster. Whoever gets the fastest wins. I don't know if that's going to be like that or something else. But um, it's I it's, it's called Picross Cross or Picross X. <laughs> if it is something like that, and you. And my wife are up for it. I would like to see you two play against each other because you two play these pick cross games like crazy. I think that'd be fun. All right. Yeah, yeah. it would so, be interesting. I'll have to see if she's up for it too. But yeah, so I think the full name <laughs> of the game was Picross Cross, and then it was like a name versus a name. I just don't remember what those names were. And so the when uh, Jupiter's uh, uh, YouTube channel put out two videos yesterday morning. One was just a normal minute and a half trailer. And the other was a 20 minute video of a VTuber uh, playing the game. It, it, it was, it wasn't, 
didn't have any English subtitles because it was on the Japanese account. So I didn't I didn't watch it because I wouldn't understand what was say, said. But that's when she pronounced it Picross Cross. <laughs> okay. And so I you know and the the VTuber model like had Jupiter uh, uh logo on the sh- her shirt and there was Jupiter branding all over her banners. So I don't know if they actually have like a Jupiter chan. <laughs> <laughs> a VTuber, or if they just paid another VTuber to say, hey, we're going to sponsor you to do a video, use these art assets in your design. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's what I've got. So, yeah, I'll, 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 if that does come out next week, I'll give it a play and I'll probably talk about it. Okay. Is that it for you, Jesse? That's it for me. All right. All right. Let me get through mine real quick. Uh, a lot of the, I played a lot of similar games between the two of you guys here, so I mine should be pretty quick. Uh, I will mention this. Puzzletronics and Puzzletronics Digital Infinite. I'm playing because of Jesse. It's your fault, sir, that I'm playing these games. So You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Puzzletronics is $1.99 in the U.S. eShop. It's 50% off right now. So if you're interested, go check it out there. And then the newer one that just came out is also still on sale, 25% off for $2.99 in the US eShop. So go check it out. It is a lot of fun. It's just, I, I'm enjoying the mental challenges of looking at these things. And I've only gotten on the first game I played up to uh, level 31 out of the 70, you said, I think it was. 60. Uh, 60 out of the 60 puzzles i'm just over half i guess so and then puzzle tronics uh digital infinite i got up to 21 puzzles i finished 21 puzzles there so uh getting through that uh and as i mentioned earlier animal crossing new horizons my family we picked it back up and we've been goofing around in there because of my daughter she actually has been playing it and working on her island a lot and she's been asking questions about what we have in our you know, my, my wife and I, we played it a ton, lots of hours into it. So she's asking what we have that we can give to her. So we started jumping back in and playing it more. And we got back in together as a family and just having fun with it. So back into that, I haven't played the DLC yet either. And I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm going to yet, just haven't been in that mood to do that yet. Uh, But just general animal crossing right now, lots of fun. Uh, Live Alive, been playing that as well. Last week, I mentioned I finished the demo. I brought it over when the game came up. I brought it over to the full game. Dabbled a little bit more in those same ones I played in the demo, but uh, I really haven't had the urge to jump back into the game. I don't know if it's because of what I played in a demo. I'm just like, eh, look, you know, this is the game. Or if it's just because I'm kind of like, I need something more action-oriented. Uh, and I think that might be the case because of, just where i'm at with games right now just more action because i'm already playing like some of these puzzle games it's not action oriented and all that kind of stuff so i picked up red out too to kind of help balance that out and i did a, a video of that that's out there as well and i played a little bit more of that trying to get better at some of the licenses that you can get to get better in the game and unlock certain areas and I found out while playing the game, because I went back to check something on what kind of game it is. It's not only a racing game, but it's also listed as a simulation. 
which means that you have to, and this makes sense because before I can move on in these levels in the career mode, I have to understand the physics of the game and my ship and everything like that. It's not just about racing, taking corners, knowing when to boost and all that. You got to be able to pitch up or down uh, and, or strafe left or right. Um, along with turning left or right and all that. And you got to time things just right. So there's a lot going on there. Not saying it's a bad thing. It's just, I have to get my mind right when playing it. And I have to have full concentration when playing it. Cause there's one license I can't get. I got uh, the first two licenses. I got first place on after did much better than I did in the video. So if you go watch the video, you can see I did poorly after <laughs> the first time. Uh, for the first look, but I did, I got first place in both the first two uh, tracks. And then the set, the third one, I just, it's the, um, the boost, the boosting for whatever reason, I can't seem to get the boosting down, right. The timing on that. Right. So I can't get past that stage and move on. So, but it's, it, if you like fast games like Wipeout or fast RMX, or even the first red out game, go check those out. Uh, Red Out 2 is also available on the other systems. So if you prefer better graphics and stuff like that uh, and better frame rates, go there to play it. But if you want to play a good fast game on the go, racing game, Red Out 2 isn't bad. I'm enjoying it. I, the only thing I do have to, I will complain about there is um, playing in handheld mode. Joy-Cons are not enough for gripping and being able to do all the different uh, shoulder buttons and all that to be able to, you know, do what the things I mentioned about strafing, pitching, boosting, all those things. So uh, get, get something that helps with that. So, and I I don't know, we'll see. I'm going to be playing around with different setups to see if I can get better at it that way when I play in handheld, or it just may be a game I have to play with my pro controller in, uh, docked. Um, so that being said, with that being my main game, I'll talk about, I'll just talk quickly about the last game I've been playing. Yes. I beat stray when I talked about it last week, but I'm going back in since we did the show, uh, the dads after dark show, their spotlight on stray. I was a part of their show for that. And we talked about how to, you know, get back into the game. i we found out a way to get back into it easily so I can get some of those either trophies or at least hundred percent in the game. So, uh, which is really cool. So I've been dabbling a little bit with that, going back in some of the chapters and getting some of the things I missed with that. That's what I've been playing and we'll move on quickly to the community spotlight. All right, let's get some of these questions out of the way so that we can let Marty jump off because, you know, he's still trying to get better here. So let's get a couple of these questions out of the way and then we'll let him go and then we'll finish off the other questions. Um, but first one, Marty, we got one for you specifically. Rate the individual performances of the other dads out of the 10 for their looking after the uh, uh, show while you were away. This is just, this is petty. This is a trap. <laughs> this is stirring the pot, whatever you want to call it. This is drama. Jesse, 10 out of 10. 
would listen to recording again. Tim, 10 out of 10. Justin, out of 10. <laughs> Less than 10. <laughs> was not, 10 out of 10. I'm sorry. It, give, I'm look, sorry. You broke up there. What was that? What out of I can't 10? give. I cannot give Justin less than 10 out of 10 because my man came on the internet in front of everybody, bared his soul. Yes. Shared his dilemma of where he is right now as far as how he feels about video games, Nintendo in particular. I can't be hating on that. No, you got like what you saw over these last five weeks was not looking after the show. It wasn't keeping the show afloat. This show exists without me. All right. It does. Uh, it can. And so and that's that's a, that's OK. All right. Like we um, without getting all too philosophical and everything, we all have to be careful that we don't ever come to a place where we feel like we're totally irreplaceable because what happens is, is we start to put too much emphasis on ourselves and not the people around us. And so I'm thankful that the three of y'all were able to keep this going. I'm thankful that when somebody gets sick or has some catastrophic thing happen or just work related um, obligations that don't allow us to be free on Thursday night, that we can keep doing this. Right. Uh, Because it's, it's really for, the community, it's for the fans. So you guys did a great job. I'm happy to be back on. Like Tim said, I'm still uh, having some issues. I'm still recovering. So um, like, I had COVID back in 2020. Like in June, it was a very mild case. It didn't affect me very much. It, I had some issues. I had it back in February. Um, and, you know, had fatigue and sinus stuff a little more than this past time has been tough. And I want to thank everybody who checked up on me and reached out, Um, you know, just looking back on it now that I'm kind of past it and getting past it, I didn't realize kind of how serious it was uh, at times. And I would say comparably had a, had a pretty mild case. Um, It was just, it got into other things that I deal with. Um, I don't know if I'm not going to go into all of the specifics, but I think I've said on the show here before that back in 2010, I almost died uh, of a pulmonary embolism, which is a blood clot in your, in your lung or multiple blood clots in your lungs. I had a very severe um, pulmonary embolism uh, in my right lung that shut it down completely. And um, when I was recovering in the hospital, I was in the hospital for seven days. And then did six months of recovery after that. The doctor said two things that I will never forget. The first was I remember waking up in the middle of her, looking at my wife and saying, 5% of people who have this condition survive it. The other 95 either don't catch it in time or it happens and they just immediately die. Because that blood clot either flecks off and goes to their heart and their heart shuts down or it goes to their brain and they have an aneurysm. Right. Um, the other thing that she said was from now on, anything that you deal with respiratory wise will be harder for you to get over. It will be harder for you to deal with because your lungs are going to have a, a, a part 
that never recovers. Like you're never going to get back to eight, a hundred percent. It's kind of like your battery on your phone. If you charge it too much, you know, or, or let yeah. it drain too much. Like it, you know, you get to a point where it's like 80% is as far as it can go. Well, that's where I'm at. Yeah. So the COVID and getting into that combined with the fact that it's been a hundred degrees or more here for however long has just been, it's tough and I get worn out and you know, just bear with me. Well, we're Um, glad you've been able to take care of yourself and it didn't get any more severe than it needed to. So happy that you've been able to take care of yourself, man. I'm glad to, yeah. And I'm glad to be back. Yes. Um, but uh, more questions for you from the friendo. Okay. Marty isn't Canadian. They're- no, I'm not. <laughs> I know that's shocking when you hear me speak. Uh, I did visit Canada once for a week. You're uh, Southern on a, Canadian. On a, huh? <laughs> You're I'm Southern, Southern Canadian. Canadian. The sad thing is, is I was in Canada for a week and did not get any poutine. I did not eat poutine. I don't know why. Uh, I did have, have to 10 go back minutes, now. Though. I had Timbits, and I can tell you that Timbits are just as magical as everyone says there are. So there you go. Canada was a wonderful place. No, I did not meet Justin while I was there. That's not how I got on the podcast. Um, I actually went there on a mission trip. So we were in Kingston, Ontario, Canada. That's where we were. Then we came back, and we got on the same boat Jim and Pam Halpert got married on on the office and went out into the Maid of the Mist. Nice. That's awesome. That sounds it like great. fun. It was a lot of fun. All right. Last question for you, sir. From Mecha Dragon. Marty, is Air Man in Mega Man 2 an easy boss or a hard one? Uh, depends on your weapon loadout. If you have previously conquered Woodman, easy boss. Because Wood, Air Man's weakness is the leaf shield. If you're fighting him on your own and you're just using the Mega Buster, with the it can be challenging. <laughs> it can be challenging. And can I beat Airman and not take a hit? No. Can't do it. So be sure you go in fully powered. Be sure you go in with the Leaf Shield. And then he takes like four hits. It's easy. You know, right, I just played, I want to say this. This wasn't in my in my what I've been playing, but I'm going to throw it in there. I just played through um, Mega Man: The Wily Wars, which is out on the Sega Genesis Nintendo Switch Online app. That's right. Yeah, it's the Sega Genesis versions of Mega Man One, Two, and Three, and then a brand new game where it's called Wily Tower. It's actually just like a Wily boss stage where you. Um, you can choose your loadout. Like you can choose from all the weapons through Mega Man 1, 2, and 3. Choose Rush. You get to pick like eight weapons and two Rush supports. And uh, it was really fun. I'd never, I'd never beaten that. I beat it, um, I nice. guess, a, a couple weeks. Well, it was like right after it came out. Um, it's, it's really different. It was like it feels different, sounds different than the NES versions. Um, there's some notable differences in difficulty, especially in Mega Man 2. Since I played that so much, like it's it's very noticeable for that game. Right. Um, but I thought but you were able good. to adjust pretty quickly on it. Yeah, I mean, and the and the rewind feature doesn't hurt. 
Of course. Right. Of course. So thanks right. guys. Thanks for listening to all of you out there. Um, I'm going to hop off here and go get some more rest and I'll be back next you week. That. We'll see you next time. Good night, Marty. Bye guys. Later. All right. Well, let's finish up some of the questions we got here. It's got some great questions from the community. And of course, if there's anything that you want answered from Justin and Marty, well, we can either re-ask them next week or uh, we can get them to follow up on in the uh, in our Discord where the questions were asked. That's where all our questions came from with Discord this week. So Solo Something asks, how many of the dads in the show will be playing XC3, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, or at least trying their hand at it? Jesse, are you going to be trying it or at all? Or I, I am not. I am. I, I I tried playing the original game, you know, on the Wii and on the 3DS, and couldn't get past a few hours. And that's at that point, I just haven't touched the rest of the franchise. Nice. So, so speaking of Xenoblade, if those listening to it live on Twitch or YouTube, the game is out on eShop now. Go get it! Up, oh, we just lost everybody. So <laughs> <laughs> everybody who's watching live. All right. So for me, it is um, if they come out with a demo, I'll probably try the demo. I'm not buying it to try it unless um, now Sammy, he's playing. He likes the games, but he hasn't beaten any of them. He's played one. He's played two, I believe. Um, but he hasn't beaten them because they're. he says they're very long games. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> and uh he loses interest in them. So I think, I, I think both John and Drew, if not both, at least one of them is interested in the game. Yeah. I think they both are for sure. I think they both are. So if you want more, more information, more coverage than the, on the game, then we will probably give, you know, give check out dads after dark next week. I think though, solo something, he does some of our videos as well. I he is very, this is very high up on his list between him and Frosticles in our community. Both these guys are very, this is like their, their game of the year they've been waiting for. So if anybody is going to, if you want anybody's advice on these games, it's probably those two people. So if we get those two together in a room to talk about this in a video, I think we could, we should get that going. So you two need to talk about that. <laughs> Uh, but for me, I would love to be able to try my hand at it. I'm very interested in the stories. The animation int- uh, um, has me interested in it as well. It what has me turned off is how long those games are. And you know how long it took me to beat The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It's, you know, five plus <laughs> years to beat that game. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And we have three Persona games coming out within the next year. Yeah, a year and a half. There's Persona games I'm interested in. There's still the the Breath of the Wild two coming out, and I, you know, there's all this stuff, and it's it's there on my list to get. I I do own Xenoblade one. Um, I can't remember if I own Xenoblade two or not. I have to look on my shelf. Uh, I because I think I do because that's why Sammy's playing it unless he bought it digitally. Um, and I'm. I actually like the way Xenoblade Chronicles 3 looks and plays from what I saw in the videos compared to the first two. Uh, and it even has me more interested in it because of how it looks and looks like it, it plays. Uh, but again, I don't want to 
I don't want to say waste, but I don't want to just pay $60 for a game. I try and then sits on my shelf forever. So I, I, I don't remember who sent the tweet, but I saw a tweet the other day and I'll reword it just because it's as is, it isn't show friendly, okay. but the, he goes, this is for the I people who are, <laughs> for people who are asking which Xenoblade game I should play. But the, my answer is this. If you want, want to play it for the story, plays play Xenoblade 1. If you want to play it for the combat, play Xenoblade, play Xenoblade 3. If you want to play it for the waifu, Xenoblade 2. I like how you clean that up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that was that was quite a, quite appropriate. If you want to hear the more uh, um, R-rated version, that's what Dad's After Dark is for. So, <laughs> so yes, but and I like that uh, summary. You know, story. Play the story. If you want a story, go to play one. If you want uh, waifus, play two. If you want combat, play three. So, excellent idea so but again solo something great question but i think you're the man when it comes to this game and the other uh xeno chronicle games and if anybody has any questions between solo something and frosticles come join our discord and talk to that group those guys there including Zablanc or john and drew at dad's after dark show because and there, they, and there is a dedicated xenoblade room in the discord yes plenty of plenty of ways to play that because we're we all can't be interested in everything so or we all can't play everything we can be interested in a lot but can't play everything from what i've learned over time is (laughs) i can't play everything because i won't finish them all right next up 16-bit nomad do any of the nintendo dads think that advanced wars will get released this year do we think it's going to be released jesse uh, I I don't know. Um, I think when it does get released, it'll just be a shadow drop for whatever day it is. I think we'll get zero announcement. It'll either be in a direct or it'll just be a tweet. But I I have a you know uh, unless things in uh, the Russia and Ukraine settle down soon, which probably doesn't look like it will be if if it's yeah. still going on. You know, this light probably won't be until next year. But I think there's got to be a point when Nintendo's going to say, screw it, we got to release this thing. Right. And, you know, and we, Marty we, we, was really looking forward to this too. So, yeah. It was already delayed once and then, and then this happened. I, 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 my guess is if it hasn't released in a year, so like April next year, they're going to say, we'll drop it now because, you know, we, we gave them a year to, and we're not going to wait anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tough call. I don't know. I mean, they they set themselves up for the way they delayed it to not make of it course, easy. Of course, we have seen Nintendo <laughs> sit on completed games for 20 years on oh, the yeah. shelf. Earthbound yep. Beginnings, Star Fox when, 2. <laughs> when the uh, Nintendo Switch Classic comes out in 20 years, that'll be the <laughs> exclusive game that, for that system. So, Oh, don't tell Marty this. <laughs> <laughs> he's i think he, i think he's gonna cry right i wanted it i was really looking forward to it as well so but i agree with you jesse um so i won't say more of that um a side question also 16-bit nomad has is are any of the dads going to botcon next month in nashville and actually that would have been a good question to ask marty since he's, yeah, since he's know, in the neighborhood he's in the neighborhood but 
considering he got COVID again, he's probably going to try to stay away from <laughs> public domains or public areas for a while. So, all right. Third strongest mole, Sam, from our Retro Logic crew, uh, asks, what arcade game do you think had a home console version that was better? Oh. Wow. Um, in television, Burger Time. Okay. <laughs> Going pre-NES, but that's, I really can't think of anything anything else. Because if there's an NES game with it in an, in an arcade, all of them that I can think of, the arcade's better. Like, I'd rather play the arcade Donkey Kong than the, the, than the NES Donkey Kong. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of something that was like, oh, I'm glad I got this at home instead of. Um, yeah, which is half the reason why I have that arcade machine in the corner. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I can't say any of the older ones because it was that was the thing. You you went to the arcade to play the better version, and then you companies tried to get it as close to as good as the arcade and the home version. It, and with they all have hardware limitations that'll prevent it yeah. from being perfect. I think the first near perfect arcade port that I've ever seen was Galaga on the NES. Okay. It still had to make some adjustments because of its horizontal screen versus a vertical screen. Yes. But I think that's the closest to Arcade Perfect that I've ever seen in an NES era. I think more recently, I would say the uh, Cruisin' uh, game that came out for the Switch. What was that called again? Cruisin' Blast? Yeah. Uh, I think that was a great home console version, better than the arcade, because although I like to go to the arcade and do the sit-down and stuff and get that experience it's just being able to do it at home makes it that much better for me so in that regard so that is a tough question sam um speaking of Uh, sam i don't i don't think there's many good answers to that question yeah that's a hard one i wonder sam if you have any let us know because i'm I'm curious uh what you think um i don't know if he's here watching or not too sometimes of course of course you, you know nowadays you'll 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 get arcade perfect emulation on a switch because they can do that, like you know, like arcade archives and there's a whole other people other groups making those type of conversions. Yeah. And speaking of Sam, my son Sam says hi to all the Nintendo dads, and I forgot to mention it earlier while Marty was here, but Sam says hi. He hasn't said hi in a long time. He wanted to hang out actually, and I told him he can come hang out during the dinner table. <laughs> not during the show because it'd be too distracting yeah <laughs> so all right then uh dan retrologic also from obviously the retrologic show asked how many bananas does donkey kong weigh yes good answer <laughs> twice mike asks what are the dad's true feelings on emulation including recent games not just retro games wii u for example Best way to play Breath of the Wild is on the Wii U emulator. This actually brings up a topic that I was going to talk about during my what I've been playing, but because I knew this question was coming, I thought, thought I'd wait. 
Oh, okay. But so yeah, so basically is if the game can be easily available, is easily acquirable, then don't emulate it. Buy it, buy it, the, the play it the way it was meant to be played. But it once a system loses its support, like you know, 3DS and Wii U is going to lose its eShops in uh, next March or at the end of this fiscal year. Then I say it's open season. If they're not willing to sell you games anymore, have at it. Yeah, that's, I'm in the same boat there. So someone in the Discord says, I, I just recently modded my 3DS and it's the best thing I ever did. Who else yeah. has done this? And I'm like, I probably will when the eShop loses its support. But then on the other hand, I don't want to mod my current 3ds which is the snes design model that's yeah. pretty rare nowadays yes so i said i'll have to look into getting a, a separate 3ds to mod later and then i'm like okay if i'm going to get a new th- a different a second 3ds i should start looking sooner than later because the prices are only going to go up get it now and then okay this is hashtag not sponsored <laughs> but I've seen I've seen other you know, this 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 website sponsoring other shows. But I, so I I signed up for an account on Sendico, which is a basically like a shopping proxy site for Japanese storefronts, including the the Japan Yahoo auctions and other pretty significant uh, shopping sites in Japan. So when so I set up an account, I gave them about two hundred dollars. So I loaded up my account with twenty five thousand yen, and I found a three DS that I put a bid on for twelve thousand five hundred yen. And then so they they take five hundred yen out of my wallet as their service fee for placing the bid. So basically, careful what you bid for because every bid you do costs you four and a half bucks or four and a quarter, whatever the exchange rate is. So if I, cause if I were to find it pretty much any 3DS in North America, I'd probably be spending three to $400. The auction I won that 12,500 yen, it works out to be about $91. So I got a, I got a 3DS for under a hundred dollars. Nice. So, so I still had additional money in my account because I still, you know, I put, $200 worth of yen in that account. So right. I found, I then found two audio CDs of Dragon Quest symphonic music. <laughs> one disc is Dragon Quest 1 and 2, another disc is Dragon Quest 3. So, and I won those auctions. So I'm, what, I'm, what I'm waiting for it now... Okay, Mecha Dragon says it'll all be in Japanese though. Yeah, but then I'll mod it and then it won't be. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, so so then so what basically the way this the site works is so it, it there when they when the seller ships the item, it'll go to the Seneca warehouse and they'll hold on to the item for up to 60 days. So when they have all three of my items, then I'll tell them put these into a parcel and then ship it to me. 
And then at that point, I'll pay whatever, whatever the shipping cost is for the one package with the three items, as opposed to paying international shipping for each item separately if I bought these directly and they had North, you know, North American shipping. Nice. So, so that's kind of my answer formulation. And I was able to wrap this story in with it. So <laughs> I know, I, I know the, uh, the Seneca warehouse already has the 3ds. I'm waiting for them to receive the, the audio CDs. And once they have all three, then I'll process the shipping and who knows yep. how long it'll take for that to happen. Yep. And you shared the information again in our discord. So if anybody's looking for that, that's where it is. And I did pin it too. So I saw that to that board. That. So in case anybody's looking for it, wants more information on where to go for that, that's where it is. All right, cool. And I do, I want to mod one too, but not my own because I have the Metroid, uh, the Samus Metroid 3DS that I do not want to mod. I want to keep it the way it is. Uh, so I do have another 3DS though that Sammy used to use that I'm going to probably mod. I'll use that one to mod. So. And then the 3DS I got is, I wanted to get, a, since I'm going to buy one from Japan, I wanted to get a color that wasn't available here. So what I got is uh, is pink on the the outside, yes. And then open it up as white on the inside. I don't think we had a pink 3ds, did we? I not that pink. <laughs> not that, <laughs> not not that, that pink. pink. All right. So when so. it comes in, I'll call. I'll show it on 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 the YouTube show version of the show. Nice. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that one. That'd and then I cool. might put some Dragon Quest audio on my on my soundboard. Nice. <laughs> Cool. And you should do like what you did with the, uh, when you were putting the arcade together, like if you start working on modding it or something like that, uh, do like quick videos of those or even stream know. it while you're doing, or, you know, work I, I, on it while you're doing dinner table. We'll, I don't we'll talk about it there. <laughs> that might be a thing, but yeah, I, I, I don't think it'll make a very interesting video because, All right. you know, I'll, I'll, unless it, I had a capture card for a 3ds, then maybe, but. That's true. I, I don't think I'm wanting to do that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, again, maybe that's something you can work on while we're doing the uh, dinner table. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah, excellent apparently, question. my apparently my son did mod his 3ds, and if he can do it, anyone can do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> all right then. Hopefully, Link isn't listening. So, all right. Oh no, it's not. <laughs> All right. Great questions, everybody. Again, if you have any questions, you can send them in to us via our Discord or the Patreon updates we send out, or to our email at nintendodads at gmail.com. Or again, you can send them to our voicemails. Don't forget, we have a voicemail system. We have a poor lady sitting out there waiting to answer your call and take your voicemail message. 929-25-N-DADS or 929-256-3237. So remember, voicemails, we'd like to hear your voice. And not just from the same people. So, <laughs> anyway, All In Podcast has a question for you. I oh, think. okay. I just had a I just had a thought, and I can't believe I've ever pieced this together. Is Sammy named after Samus? <laughs> no, Samuel is named after a character. I think my wife said in a Stephen King book. I want to say I just don't remember exactly which one. So. I wish, you know, I wish I could, I wish I could have just lied and said, sure, but, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do that. So, 
Sure. Yeah. Samuel Jackson. Yes. He was named after Samuel Jackson. <laughs> All right. Thanks again. Like I said, thanks again for the questions. Let's move on to uh, a summary of some of the Nintendo dad's family uh, podcasts. Um, we have game pass news. That's going to be dropping episode 62 or they did drop 62, but they will be dropping in 63 soon. Uh, let's see, 62, they talk about Ubisoft, Skull and Bones, Robocop and Terminator games, um, Sam Barlow's Immortality Delayed. I don't know what that means, but and then, Neither of course, they go over a lot of the Game Pass games that are released uh, over time and uh, kind of give you guys a good look at what you should be investing your time in. Which reminds me, I should, I should log in and check because they normally have games with gold early in the month and at the end of the month i haven't checked in in the last few weeks so i should do yeah game pass actually game pass news they did drop a tweet about that as well uh linking the to the xbox news article about it uh so uh check that out there so if you're not if you're on twitter give them a follow as well so dad's after dark show they released um I guess we're, I guess, sorry, I'm throwing off. I thought I updated these, but I forgot I updated it in our podcast, uh, our Patreon page and forgot to update them here. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. So uh, I'm going to go off of memory here. Dad's After Dark Show, they did a special drop of their latest episode, which was about Stray. Uh, And I was a guest on that episode along with Hambo and Johnny, and we talked about the game Stray. It was very spoiler heavy episode uh so if you're playing it and you don't want to be spoiled don't listen to that yet but go check it out after you're done with the game it'd be cool if you took the time to check it out and then retro logic they have three podcasts going their own retro logic show where uh episode 84 dropped where they talk about the nintendo entertainment system episode 10 of on topic retro recently dropped and that was uh with all ends Eric. Um, and they talked about Super Bomberman. And then uh Retro Groove, they they didn't do any recent episodes, but they they will be starting episode uh season two on Jan uh July 28th, I want to say. So I apologize if I got those dates wrong, but listen to those guys, uh Retro Groove, they talk about music and stuff. Um, and they took a summer break and now they're going to be doing season two on at the end of July here. So go check them out. Ellen podcast says Sam Barlow is the creator of her story. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Thanks. Thanks, Seth. That was awesome. Thanks for that update. All right. That's a quick summary of all our Nintendo dad's family of podcasts. Again, go check them out. You can go to any of your podcast feeds and look for retro logic on topic, retro retro groove dad's after dark show game pass news, all of those guys doing their shows. And if you're interested in doing a show, come talk to us, especially if you're in our, uh, in our community. Um, we are always looking for new ways to help people do a show. <laughs> so <laughs> All right. And the show is not four hours long. And yes, this for this show is not four hours long. We actually did pretty good in keeping it short because now we're ready to close. I think that was pretty good. And, we'll, and we want to say welcome back to Marty, even though he left early. Thanks for coming back on, Marty. Hope everybody enjoyed that. Let's close out the show. 
Thank you to all our YouTube uh, subscribers. This over 6,000, that's 6,300 subscribers. Keep them coming, everybody. Share it with your friends and share it with your family. Let them know there's an, uh, a Nintendo Dad's disc, uh, a podcast out there that talks about a lot of their favorite games and maybe uh, some games that they never heard of. So we have over 1,300 followers on Twitch, along with 16 Twitch subscribers. Uh, thank you all for taking the time to subscribe to us either on Twitch or on YouTube or even on our Patreon. Thank you. And a huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Dave Ernsberger, Solo Something, Alexander Ocampo, RJ Kern, and Jay, uh, excuse me, Chad Benoist. Check out our merch store via nintendodads.org slash merch. Uh, and also just while you're there at nintendodads.org, check out everything we got going on there on our website. We've got links to our YouTube videos, our tweets, our podcast episodes, social medias, uh, and some of our blog postings and some of the things that we're into. Um, we probably need to refresh that pretty soon of some of the things we like uh, and shared with you guys on our favorite things list or page and our about us page. But uh, go check it out. And then again, like I mentioned earlier, if you have anything you want to send to us, you can send it via Twitter uh, Discord, Nintendo Dads at gmail.com or via our voicemail at 92925 or 929-256-3237. Again, we'd like to hear your voices, so give us stuff to talk about. Big thanks to OC Remix for the music throughout the show. Download from your favorite podcast app of choice like Castbox, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcast, or Spotify. And leave a review if you can, too. Uh, it helps promote the show to other people, especially the more uh, five-star reviews we get or the more thumbs-up we get. And uh, depending on where you're at, the more our show gets pushed up the rankings. So thank you again for everybody for listening. For me, Jesse, and Marty, and Justin, we'll check you later. Bye-bye. Nintendo Dads. I hate you all.